right Ooh, the edited version. <laughs> Man, a couple of things. One, um, some of Nelly's lyrics about younger women did not age very well. <laughs> no. I no, remember no. I used to think the dropping them out of high school straight into the pros line was so cool. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, what was he? What were you talking about then? Yeah, in retrospect. And then he also had the, she could be 18, 18. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, none of that aged ter- terribly well. Hi, welcome to the After Brunch Podcast. I'm your host, Dyke Michaels. And with me, my co host, Teddy is Jay McKee. Slappy, bappy, wham, wham. The ones and twos, the wheels and steels, uh, the sauce boss of Indianapolis, and the last white dragon. Give it up for Zach Roan. Hey there. And a very special guest. I feel like you're just making this podcast for yourself to listen to as our number one Patreon subscriber. I am. This Comedian is- and uh, provocateur, Gwen Sunko. <laughs> yes, this is a podcast by me for me. <laughs> also, I always used to think, like, 100% serious at the beginning of that song that that was a, a Tim the Toolman Taylor. <laughs> I thought that was Tim like that. Allen. I was like, did they sample Tim Allen at the beginning of the song? <laughs> like if you cut that part out and put Tim Allen doing one of his sound effects, I don't think a lot of people would notice the difference. I mean, I think Nelly might. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. That's it. It was like that's my proprietary. <laughs> there was a while there in the '90s when uh, weird grunts were in style in hip hop. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Master P did a lot of weird grunts there. Buster Rhymes did a lot Busta of Buster Rhymes. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, yep. the grunts and the sounds were like were it for a while. Like it, like people, I feel like by the two thousands, people mm-hmm. started like losing themselves in like the sounds. Yeah, and hip hop started getting lost. There was barnyard sounds in <laughs> in a few hip hop songs. Yeah, because wow. you can get real pulled away with the sounds. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a sound at one point that was just like yeah, <laughs> that was it. That and and. It really changed the face of hip hop for a while. Mm-hmm. It did. Crunk. So yeah, really. The it was that crunk really was just the sound effects taking over more so than the lyrics. Yeah. I, well, like, and I think that the beat is very unique to crunk. Yeah. Uh, listen to me. <laughs> Thank you. A white woman <laughs> spilling all my knowledge about <laughs> crunk music. Actually, <laughs> oh, crunk music. No, but she's right. It was. It was. It was the vibe. It was the. It was the emotion. People would turn up crunk before they would get in fights. That was. It was really popular <laughs> fight music. Yeah, I, I, I thought. Or or like sports teams yeah. would really pump up to uh, it or right. stuff. It's it's like preparing you for. It's like anger. Yeah. Musified. It's not getting ready to water flowers music i never wanted a soundtrack of getting my ass whipped like i never <laughs> wanted to ah! cue those two things up well it's <coughs> hard to get your ass kicked because she's like the wind yeah. yeah there we go yeah no one's but that would also be a t- what is a good song to get your like if you had to pick a song to get beat up to what would it be um fight for your right to party mm. by the beastie boys my my that's, my that's, song that's a good one yeah my song is Turn around <laughs> every now and then. I get a lit. Yeah, I just want that. So you get. So you want slow song? If I'm getting my butt kicked. Yeah. I Thank want- you for using that <laughs> self censoring. <laughs> if I'm getting my hidey whipped. If I'm getting my hidey whipped. If someone's tanning my hide. <laughs> no, I mean I don't want something that people could celebrate. I don't want songs that like people like jam out to. <laughs> <laughs> to get my butt whipped, I want it to be like I want them to feel the sadness too. Like, oh, uh, I see. Okay. Like, or oh you, man, he didn't deserve that. You said it to "Kiss from a Rose," harder brunch style, and oh, then people uh, are like, "Oh, I don't want to watch this. This is just sad." <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know if I want a song that I enjoy because mm-hmm. I don't want to be. So what about you, Zach? What would you? Well, I feel like as as long as it wasn't like an '80s pop song or like classical music, because I think anytime those songs come on, it's a psychopath. Oh, uh, uh, you know, okay, like the Huey Lewis or Huey Lewis and the, uh. <laughs> Huey Dewey and Louie, Huey yeah. Dewey and the Louis, <laughs> Huey Dewey and Uncle Screwies. Uh, you know, I, I think any kind of music American would kind of suck to have yeah. playing while you were, you know, getting beat up. Yeah. 
I I would almost go with like uh, heavy metal music or like uh, maybe some Gigi Allen, something from the Gigi Allen. Catalog, now, is that just category. the soundtrack or is that playing while they're doing it? Yeah, they're playing while while it's actually I, happening. I don't think I want them getting more hyped up. If it's like Kiss by a Rose, maybe that'll like slow it down a bit. You'll get yeah. those like slow Remember? swinging hits. Not a, now that you're <laughs> frozen Maybe a song about friendship. <laughs> right. Is there any songs about brotherly love? Ooh, the theme to friends. Getting beat up to the theme to friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like you I'll get tuned up. You, you. you can get tuned up. I would tune someone up to that song. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> beat someone with a crowbar to the friends yep. theme song. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, I, could. I mean, that's a different question. Like, what would you want to beat someone up to <laughs> if you had to pick? Oh, maybe the friends theme song. That's a good one. <laughs> I, uh, I think the most calming song uh ever since i was an infant was the theme song to the love boat the, oh, the love that's boat. beautiful that's uh that's a nice like sweet lull i don't think anyone could do violence while the love boat theme is playing yeah are you yeah. Fa- are you familiar can we, can we can we can you bring can you one of you bring the one of you with the sound man we have two producers in studio now we have a video producer and an audio producer and they are working in perfect tandem. <laughs> they really are. It's like a well-oiled yeah. machine here at Arder Brush I like Studios. I like when the producer makes a face when he has to look someone up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the eye roll. Like, oh. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Can't believe. You're going to ask me to do my job. God damn it. I thought we had somebody else to do this. <laughs> so if it's an audio clip, it's specifically you, Zach? Yeah, I mean, that makes sense because I'm dialed into the board. Yeah. And I'm the goddamn producer. Okay, no, that's good. It's good to know. It's yeah, no, I, I can't pull anything up on my phone. I can't get connection down here. I feel yeah, like I feel like I'll have a lot of. So we're we're almost there. Oh, there's no there's no Wi-Fi connection in our in our podcast studio. That's good. That's good, <laughs> that's good to know. Professional. Well, you know, this is week one, so we'll we'll figure this it. This is we'll, week two. I mean, but the week two of. Uh, yeah, yeah you're it's, right. it, he does keep going with the like. Well, this is it's our a, first week in the new podcast studio. I think I'm going to hear that for like two months. They'll yeah. be saying that when I come back. Guys, we're brand new in yeah. this space. Anytime, any this is still the first decade. <laughs> anytime I make a mistake at work, I go, "This is my first day, guys. I'm sorry. I apologize." I used to um, work with a nurse in the ICU who would tell her all her patients that and she was like in her late fifties that she was clearly not her first day there, and she'd be like, "Well, I don't know. This is my first day here." <laughs> I would say that if someone died. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. You fight someone in this song? <laughs> Wait. No, he's saying he couldn't fight someone. Yeah, you can't fight. I think it's impossible. Oh. This is love. Exciting and new. Dennis wins. Come aboard. Hey, man, you just want to shake up? Yeah. You just want to shake up? expecting you. We should bring a boat together. <laughs> you like barbecue? Yeah. Yeah. I'm wearing my bathing suit as underwear. I loved the concept of the TV show The Love Boat. Like, yeah. there's a boat. There's all these couples that have decided to go on a cruise, and all of them have a problem. Mm-hmm. That gets resolved during the course On of the their cruise. their uh, their cruise, and everybody leaves more in love than when they. Well, that's what happened. That's the magic of the love boat. <laughs> of, of of the love boat. Yeah, Do there's a reason. Not make it. They I call it the love. Boat. I couldn't tell you what happens on a single episode, but I just remember the theme song. I mean, this was. This was out when I was an infant. <laughs> like this, mm-hmm. they they would turn it up because apparently it was my favorite song, and I would actually get quiet as like a little, a as little, a BB, a little baby, and like I I remember them telling me that and thinking like it wasn't like there was YouTube around where they could just play it, play me off to sleep a bit. I was like, you, so you're saying once a week <laughs> when the show came well. on, you would just. <laughs> Hold your baby up to the TV. <laughs> Shut up. Oh, thank God it's Wednesday. Just oh. the rabbit ears. <laughs> yeah. It's a terrible plan. Yeah. Mm. Um. Fire up the clicker. Yeah. No. 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 I think. I think that was like the idea behind the love boat was like. Um. You know. 
you, we're all avoiding our problems when we all get out, you know, on a, in a small confined space out <laughs> on the open seas where there are no laws. Um, we can really solve our problems. Yeah. I, have you ever been on a cruise? Oh, God, no. Sounds- I know. Well, yeah, a lot of white women end up disappearing on cruises, so I understand. I would. That just sounds like diarrhea waiting to happen. I have been on a cruise. There's Is- a lot of waiting. Mm, a lot of waiting. Yeah. Okay. You that and that's that's one of your least favorite things is waiting. Yeah, just a lot of waiting in line, a lot of time mm-hmm. torture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but it, it, it's 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 fun. You know, all you can eat is it, it appeals to a certain crowd. I think. Yeah, I I mean I think I I from what I hear like the quality of the cruise can dress or vary you know pretty drastically. Um, but I am one not interested in being out in the middle of the ocean um, mm. with a bunch of. A thousand other white people I don't know, um, and uh, welcome to my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, as I said, it just seems like a great way to um, would you get e- coli. Would you ever do a comedy cruise as a performer? Um, I would. Pro- I I would just because yeah. I think that would be fun. Because you're like, okay, these people. It, you have a purpose to be there. Yeah, it yeah. makes a little bit more sense, and you could almost like play it off if like yeah, you went on. A, oh well, I mean, I, I was yeah, working. I mean, yeah, it was on the Trailer Park Boys cruise. <laughs> so, <laughs> of course, what would be your cruise? Like, what fandom would oh. your cruise be? Oh, um, so <laughs> do you guys remember on QVC they used to have this line of clothing called Quackers? No, <laughs> um, and it was kind of like adult granimals where. <laughs> Like you could mix and match the different things and they have little animals applicated. Did you say granimals? <laughs> yeah. Those those are children's clothes that are like so everything that had a giraffe on the tag would match everything that ha- else that had a giraffe oh, on the tag and no. like everything with a polar bear on it. I yeah. missed all of this. It's a thing. Yeah. Um so there was this um this woman who used to put out this line of clothing called um quackers okay and so it was, it was kind of like athleisure for grandmas for less stylish grandmas mm. um, like i said with all the applique yeah, animals yeah. on them and stuff a lot of um those little fuzzy ducklings like falling into a teacup or something like that and they had a, this um line of clothing was so popular they would have cruises for its enthusiasts so i think the quackers phantom is um can you look that up where, where i would land <laughs> what's it called granimals granimals yeah was the um the children's version of it and then like which this was again when you and i would have been babies is when but when animals uh, would have been who's closer. been on the cruises grandmas cruise no 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 quackers quackers, cruise, sorry. quackers. <laughs> what a fool i am sorry <laughs> so like these are some lovely granimals clothing you can see it's all very interchangeable mix and match <laughs> he got so serious you're like not not grandmals you fool it's obviously quackers <laughs> Um, and the woman um, who made this popular is, is unfortunately uh, um, passed away, but she always wore like a braided sweatband. Um, in the coffin? Not in the coffin, oh. like as an alive person. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Um, I went straight to the coffin too. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh no. There she is, Jane Vice. Oh, Jane Vice, Quacker Cruise 2011. Uh, oh, you, that, oh, you see her sweatband there a little lower. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wait. Mm-hmm. So this was, uh, she's already dead. This was a tribute. Oh no, you could tribute someone that's alive. A tribute and celebration. Is that post so Yeah, she passed away in like 2010. So. Okay. Um, but Aww. I feel like the cruise is still happening. <laughs> I was um, going to say, is it memorial? And if it's not, then um, let's start it back up. Quackers fans, rise up and ask <laughs> me, uh, insist that I am the entertainment on your next cruise. I just feel like everybody was on there and they like... You're just at the salad bar, and everybody's just like, "I just loved her. I just loved her." Like that was the main conversation. They are, and they're all like very comfortable because they're all wearing their Quackers um, sweats. What other activities are you doing with just a bunch of people? That are you swapping clothes? Are you um, trading? See, are you having? Yeah, I'm picturing <laughs> hooking up with people. I'm picturing um, like a scrapbooking section. Session. Uh, I'm picturing bingo like, for sure. Some chair aerobics, uh, maybe some okay. shuffleboard. Um, is the quacker? No, it was. It wasn't like quackers had its own ship it was like <laughs> quackers takes over a carnival cruise for a weekend or something um, that's amazing what yeah. would be the worst you know what actually sounds like it'd be the worst but i bet it would be the best if they did a gathering of the juggalos cruise also is that quakers or- <laughs> 
<laughs> I think I think that might be part of the. What would a Quaker's cruise <laughs> be like? You churn, you churn butter and pray. It's <laughs> very quiet. Just, and ever you leave, but you leave with a lot of friends. To beat yeah. your daughters. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, like there's like I a, don't I, I don't know if that's true see, or not. Yeah. Is there a soundboard for that? <laughs> Look at this Quaker's cruise. <laughs> see, it's already sold out. <laughs> Well, this is eleven years ago. Yeah. Oh no! Uh, can you just throw a twenty uh, twenty two on the end of that question on the end of that Google? I don't. Can I we don't. get a Quackers Cruise twenty two? Now I'm I am fully invested. Uh, Quackers Cruise two thousand twenty two. Uh, oh, still happening? <laughs> question mark. That was the first option. Oh, that's the Quaker days. So, oh, yeah, we I don't think it's still... Are we doing a harder no, brunch you, cracker cruise? <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys do a harder brunch cruise? I think we would probably only be like a canoe ride at first right now. I don't know if we had a full right. cruise, but... If uh, it's sponsored, if like there's yeah. a business out there that wants to sponsor... We're not full, above it. No. Absolutely. I would A, a full six-person crew, at least. Uh, it would, ju- it would a just... A three-hour tour. Um, yeah, because, you know, everyone's clamoring for podcasts at sea. <laughs> Because of the implications. You know? <laughs> again, again, we're all just trying to get out to sea where there are no laws. The long arm of the law cannot swim. What was the what was before COVID? There was the there was the other what was going around the cruise ships that was making everyone have diarrhea? Oh I forget. But yeah. Because they were like it was an eco life type yeah, it was, yeah. Based thing. Yeah. What is it getting the water system or something? Yeah, is yeah, that yeah. what happens? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're yeah, and then it's also very like hand to hand contact and mm. a lot of um, cruising. I, I'm Thad, you're the, you're the authority. On this, not me. The There's cruise. a lot of hit t- touching tongs by multiple people. Well, mm. yeah, you know, you know, uh, as a cruise expert, we prefer that. <laughs> yeah, because it's community and. <laughs> You know I what? When you're right, you're right. Because if there's one place I want to be stuck when I have explosive diarrhea, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> it is in a Go very on. small cruise ship yeah. bathroom. Is, yeah, so that's what we all say. Mm-hmm. It is at sea. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is. Gwen, we have a we have a couple games. Uh, oh god, a, a couple of well, I'm not even sure if they're both games, but we have a couple things lined up for you. Uh, Ooh. Let me let me see if how much do they involve quackers? <laughs> I, I hope a hundred percent. Well, we have one. Um, I, I know Thad's in a hurry, but um, Thad, can you stick around? Oh, we, oh, have an, we have another. We have another. We have another guest. I'm not in a hurry. We have another guest that's going to join us here that wanted to do uh, to do a presentation of sorts. Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it. I mean, do you mind giving up your seat? Is what I'm saying for yeah. our, for our other guest. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, are you you're, the other guest? Well, are you familiar with the uh, the Rocky movies? Yes. Well, a friend of the show, Rocky Balboa, likes to pop in from time to time. No way. Yeah. Oh, I'm so glad he could make it. Yeah. And hey, Rocky, it's to see you. He's he's got some. Uh, Let's see, Let's sit right there. Oh, hey, Rocky. Hey, hey, I like the new music. Hey, it's good. Hey, hey, Gwen. Hey, I'm hey, Rocky, what's up? Big time fan. I'm, uh, I'm a huge fan of yours as well. Hey, hey, you see my movies, Rocky 2? I saw them all. I saw yeah. two, I saw three, I saw four. Didn't, only made it through about three quarters of the way of five. Yeah, how, how I do, because if you don't like it, if you don't like it, I don't like it. You know what, Rocky? All I can say is I really need your recipe for eggs. Hey, <laughs> Harder hey. Brunch needs your recipe for eggs. You eat them boiled, baby. <laughs> hey, I thought I thought I thought you would traditionally eat them raw. I am Just raw. A, a, a <laughs> full of raw eggs. Hey, listen, Dyke, I got Nolan and the doctor say you gotta really eat these boiled because <laughs> <laughs> salmonella. Uh. <laughs> Salmonella, yeah. Salmonella. Salmonella gets you every time. Yeah. yeah. It's like yeah. Nutella with salmon in it. Do you, so you just, how many boiled eggs do you eat then? Uh, you know, I do 40 a day still. <laughs> That's good. Doctors don't like that either, man. Rocky Balboa's steak and eggs. No, no, you should see their face. It gets real mean. They, I mean, it's like me. Like, this, their eyebrows are looking down at you. Like, you feel like a little kid the way they look <laughs> Forty, 40 <laughs> eggs. They say forty eggs. 
that's 40 all- eggs? That's <laughs> that's that's almost 300 eggs, Rocky. A week. Uh, how, where are you finding 300 eggs a week? Farmers are mad at me. Farmers are mad at me. Because I'm going out and stealing the eggs. I don't box no more. I don't know if you heard. I don't box no more. You got to steal these eggs. Keep, keep my legs fast. Yeah. But they're like 40 eggs. Man, you got to stop. That's my impression of them. You got to stop, man. What do the chickens think about? Oh, man. Because after, after about 23 or 27 eggs, you start hallucinating. <laughs> so the chickens, they talking to me, too. They're like, like 40 eggs? <laughs> like, 40 of my children? You really good? 40 eggs? Wow. Wow. Do you ever think about maybe cutting, cutting back a little bit? Not really, man. <laughs> <laughs> We should do a 40 egg brunch. <laughs> Let's see if we can all communally eat that many. <laughs> Boiled eggs. Yeah. Uh, I thought I could eat 40 deviled eggs. Well, that's 80 <laughs> eggs. No, wait. It's half an 20. egg. That's 20 eggs. Yeah, it's 20. I'm doing math wrong. Yeah. After seven more of them, you, you see in chickens. <laughs> well, Rocky, I didn't know you could hallucinate from eating boiled eggs. Oh, yeah. I guess that makes sense. Uh, now yeah, you, you Rocky, have three hours hallucinating the whole time on chicken eggs. <laughs> Uh, I, I, I say, Mickey, pass me a fucking chicken egg. He said, You don't got to cuss like that, Robbie. I said, My fucking kids here. I want to fucking cuss if I want. And so, I'm loose. I usually cuss. You guys know this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that, that kind of ties into the theme of your game, doesn't it? Yeah. Because there's a rating system. I brought a game today. What's it? What to tell us about the game? My One of my favorite games for yeah. Gwyn. For Gwen? Yeah. Okay. What we got? It's, uh, you know how Rocky and I like to get together and play games. Yeah, Gwen likes to play games. <laughs> just where I've heard that. On the steps of the Philadelphia Library, just playing Scrabble and Chinese checkers. It's, uh, She's a real game head. <laughs> or or game old. I'm sick. I, I said no, I said game on one time and it got me in trouble. <laughs> Remember, we're talking PlayStation <laughs> games. Anyways, all right, you ready for this game? It's called PG thirteen or R. Okay, yeah. PG thirteen or R, Gwen. Okay, so are these movies rated PG thirteen or R? Uh, yeah, I would. Is that the <laughs> concept of the game there, Rocky? I want to make sure I'm yeah. clear on the rules. PG thirteen or R? It's a great game. All right, you ready? Jaws. Uh, Jaws is PG thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> he took the wind out of his sails, but you got it right. I mean, she is right. I, I mean, I, I just already knew that. Did you know there's boobies in that? <laughs> yeah. I took my fucking kid to that movie. You understand that, Gwen? Which which was more upsetting for your kid, seeing boobies or uh, seeing someone be eaten alive by a gigantic shark? Uh, the rating systems were, were kind of messed up. Back they're, in the day. they're messed up. They're fucking messed up. Yeah. I stood up in that movie like, hey, my fucking kids here. <laughs> hey, my fucking kids here in the theater right here. There's, there's tits on the screen. I was so pissed, Gwen. And, but you were glad kissing she got eaten alive. Yeah, yeah. when she got eaten alive, I was like, I, I sin and <laughs> sit in the seas. Yeah, everybody knows. Sit in the seas going to get you eaten. That's what my grandpa is saying. He was a known liar though, so I don't know. I don't know whether to believe it or not. He's a liar shit to me, Dyke. He's the one that told me to eat 40 eggs. Listen to him in the yeah. No wow. more. I'm glad we're not video recording this one. Some ugly, <laughs> ugly crying over here. Did a legitimate spit take. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, point for Gwen for Josh. Yes. Hey, that's that's amazing. <laughs> All right. You ready for this next one? Uh, yeah. I, th- I think I have to be, Rocky. 
Everybody can dig in on this one. This is whatever. This is a party one. Family time. <laughs> Exorcist. Hey, Exorcist. What was it? What was it? I'm going to say R. I'm going to say PG-13. I'm going to say R. I'm going to say R. PG-13. Can you believe that? <laughs> I was like, we, we talked about devils and demons. That's because the vomit was just pea soup. If it had been real vomit, it would have right. been rated R. But uh, the Motion Picture Academy was like, uh, pea soup. We'll give it a PG-13. Yeah. Yes. Did you take your kid to see The Exorcist? Actually, I did not for that one. Oh. I thought, you know what? Did you rent it at home and watch it on I said, we're going to watch this at home in your bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> okay? When nothing can harm you. <laughs> Everything's going to be safe. We put the posters all around. <laughs> we put posters behind a demon because I had money back then. We had a live professional demon <laughs> in his bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> Just so he could be safe. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't believe Chris King doesn't like you. Right? <laughs> that was a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. And therapy alone. <laughs> yeah. He got in a demon. <laughs> we messed up. Let me tell you, it was the wrong choice. <laughs> That was bad. Well, it probably didn't help that he sleeps in a um, like refrigerated locker full of meat, right? Like yeah. sides of beef hanging uh, everywhere. Child protective services are not like that. <laughs> we got dinged on that one. <laughs> dinged on that <laughs> one. That was like, just one of the first things they dinged on. I was like, hey, like I, I ain't no bell. <laughs> That's what I said to the child <laughs> protective services. I ain't hit no bell. <laughs> I ain't no bell. That's one of my lines from a, one right, of my movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you remember which one that was from? Oh, wait, I've been hitting the head so many times. <laughs> CTE is not a joke. <laughs> I don't even remember my movies. I'm about to rush in the eighth one. I don't know. I don't like rushing no more. Uh, so, two points, Gwen. <laughs> You're, oh yeah, you're killing it, Grant. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. killing it. Yeah, we were playing a game, sure. wasn't we? Yeah, I, I think I think we all forgot <laughs> what was happening. <laughs> I feel like I've been eating forty eggs. It'll get you twenty three or twenty seven. It's that exact number. But they're in the mid twenties. That's when it, things really no, start to. No, flip. no, not mid twenties. It's either twenty three <laughs> or twenty seven. There's no mid range. Even twenty five, you're fine. <laughs> 26, you're still five. <laughs> One more. Oh, that's 27. You're hallucinating. You see the chickens. <laughs> this is where the eggs take over. And you start seeing <laughs> chickens. Talking chickens. Ratatouille style. <laughs> so you're saying if I pass 27 and I don't hallucinate, then I'm good to, for the full 40, though. Well, once you pass 27, baby, you would. You might as well. You chicken right after that. Yeah, you <laughs> might as well. Okay. Go full 40. <laughs> did, you, did you have another question for I, one? I did. Gwen. <laughs> This is even a movie question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I heard you do stand-up comedy. Uh, yeah, it's poorly, but yes, I do do stand-up comedy. Never do anything poorly, Gwen. You only do things to the top. I've seen your, I've seen your stuff. Yeah, I would like to do an impression. Okay. Of one of my favorite jokes you do. <laughs> oh, please, I can't wait to hear this, Rocky. Man, I have CTE. I don't remember the joke. <laughs> Oh no. All right, this is the last movie, all right? All right. Rubber Penis 3. Rubber Penis 3. Uh, what year did that come out? 82. 1982. I'm going to go PG 13. You guys, unrated. <laughs> that wasn't one of the options. Unrated. I took my kid to that. <laughs> I said, oh, I like he needs to learn about his penis. <laughs> Adolescence. I like, he's a rubber. They're not going to show the real thing. Uh, they do. <laughs> they do. They show the whole thing. I'm talking penises and vaginas everywhere on the screen. I said, I got my kids in this movie theater. Uh, Rocky, you, you're starting to sound more like uh, like a southern plantation owner. Oh, my voice does that sometimes. <laughs> oh. Like the, sometimes I don't even sound like myself. That's part of CTE. <laughs> it's not funny. It's like I'm Colonel Sanders. <laughs> hey, now. hey, hey. My voice really did change a lot. 
That's true. That's true. It did really change in the movie. So that is go on the whole thing there. Was, I think we call it the forty-eight swing. That's Forty-eight swing. Yeah. Forty egg swing. Oh yeah. Yeah, because you eat a lot of eggs, Rocky. Get it? Wow. Rocky Balboa, everyone. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, thank you. Can, you. can we hit another game show drop for the play out there? This has been Rated PG 13 or R. PG 13 or R, folks. Thank you. With your host, Rocky hey. Balboa. Hey, Jim. <laughs> We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. The neighbors know my name, they call me Oh fuck, go shit from my hotel Sweet, you see the ocean, ocean Put her on the 42 And had her posing, posing I'ma leave the door unlocked in case her close friend walk in Oh, she a baddie, baddie And she got a fatty, fatty And she call me daddy, she don't even Call her daddy, daddy You know I bought her Cuban link and a bracelet That match it, that's right, I'm rich and ratchet She got a fat transfer, no plastic Whatever necessary, got more Heart than February, maybe Back so big it came with an office where the secretary I had that act off in my cup, same color elderberry I'm known to hit that right spot, I know the neighbors hear it I bet the neighbors know my name, they call me old fuck Oh shit, from my hotel, sweet you see the ocean See what they did there Hi, right, and welcome back to the after What the heck was that <laughs> we just listened to there, Gwen? That was uh, 2 chains. 2 chains. Uh... I mean, I like that they took the classic Laffy Taffy beat mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. just made it real ratchet. Reworked that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> where, where did where did you first hear? How were you introduced to that song? I just heard it a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, yeah. this slaps. Yeah, it does. And the neighbors know my name. They call me Oh Fuck Oh Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's pretty brilliant. That's great. Two chains. I didn't even know he was still do out there getting it. He is out there doing stuff. Yep, but with both of his chains. Yeah, both of both of his chains still intact. Yeah, yep. still have. I feel like when you name yourself, uh, like certain people that give their their certain people, like you commit to a name, mm-hmm. and then you really have to live up to it. I feel like two chains. You do, you always have to have the two chains. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You see him walking around with one chain, and you're like, "Dude, are you okay? Do we need to call someone?" I'm always bummed out when people name that. There's not enough foresight when people name themselves like kid or little yeah. or lil or whatever, and then they're coming out and they're a 50 year old rapper, and mm-hmm. their name's like, you know, like like when they call like um, Ric Flair Nature Boy, mm, like yeah. he's. He's old as dirt. <laughs> He's older than dirt. Yeah, you're more like nature pop <laughs> pops or something like that. Yeah. I, I saw they were doing a revival of Kids in the Hall, and yeah. they all have white hair. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be hard to do some of that physical comedy with a broken hip. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And also, I'm just like, who is this for? You know what I'm saying? Who is- it's a hundred percent for me. <laughs> just like this episode of the podcast. <laughs> like I loved Mister Show. I loved mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. I think it was a brilliant piece of uh, of TV. But it, I feel like it just had a time and a place in the '90s. Uh-huh. And when they when they brought it back, it did. You know, like here's us now in our fifties doing a sketch comedy show. It. Sketch comedy is a young man's game, I feel yeah. like. I don't know. I also felt like they tried to, with the reboot of Mr. Show, be a little too, like, oh, you know, like a little too meta about it. Mm. Um, and that, but yeah, that was an artistic choice on their part. I to, don't, what reboots of that genre or of anything have you been like, yeah, they nailed it. That was good. I'm glad they did that. Um, I am. On the on the wrong side of history on this, but I'm I like I'm in the minority on this. But I really liked um, the first season of the Arrested Development reboot. I did too. It's okay, all right. Uh, yeah, I, I where they focus on like one character per episode. You're right. Yeah, and the, all the fandom hated it. Everyone hated it. Yeah. I liked it. I didn't. I didn't think it was. I, I don't know if I loved it, but I, I definitely didn't. It was probably my least favorite of, but I didn't hate it. Yeah, and I. Like, if they had tried to just do Arrested Development again, mm-hmm. like, exactly the same formula as before, I think it would have failed miserably. Because, they like, at the end of season three, they were kind of already getting to the point where you're like, okay, this is this is too much, <laughs> you know? People don't like change. I mean, I'm a huge, um, like, Star Trek and Doctor Who fan, and both those fandoms 
man, yeah. a lot of they lot have of opinions. I just don't understand because I I I've been a fan since I was a child of both, uh-huh. and I I just don't understand how you could be a fan of both both of them in their own ways are just super progressive shows Mm -hmm. about equality and about helping each other and about like the good parts of mankind. And and then like, I've literally heard people be like, they don't have to beat me over the head with these messages. And I'm like of equality. Yeah. And I'm like the original Star Trek literally had aliens that half their face was black and half their face was white. Yeah. So entire episode about racism. Yeah. Um also like did you did any did they watch TV in the 80s? Like everything was an after school special. Like there was that, you know, breakdown of the music where it would be like doo, 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 and then you know, grandma would come out and give them a lesson or something. I think people are getting mad at themselves that they're realizing that the things that they like do no longer line up with their politics. Mm. And then and then they get mad at the show. You know what I'm uh, yeah, saying? Yeah. I'm like, this show didn't like, I mean, I've watched Star Trek since, uh, I mean, I remember going to see Star Trek movies with my family as like eight years old. Yeah. And you hate Mexicans. Just... <laughs> so it like didn't have any effect on you whatsoever. I mean, it's, it's a Klingon proverb that was poorly <laughs> translated, but. <laughs> um... For anyone besides me who's listening to that, that was totally a joke. Right? <laughs> He's very inclusive and loves everyone. You're going to be listening back to this episode in your car and be like, why did I say that? Was the stuff oh. you said before the show part of the joke? Is it <laughs> That's a callback. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of accents were made. Let's just, let's just say that. Yeah, but um, no, but re, I don't know. Good reboots. Um, the Star Trek movies, I thought, were mm. uh, a good way to reboot it because fans are very sensitive about whatever came before being. I don't like my pretend is no longer valid. <laughs> don't change my my make believe. And I'll, I'll be I'll be honest. I I am one of those people that I, like I I invested so well, much time and money into this. Don't don't say that it doesn't count anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I would say with the reboots, do you think that uh, did you like the original uh, on the one where Spock dies, and then they do the reverse of that with the new cast? I hate you. You know I you know I could go off on an entire podcast about this. And I I will not. You're tr- he's troll baiting me is what oh. he's doing. So I'm there's a- an episode where Spock is the only one alive <laughs> and he's walking around like, "Hey, it's, it's hurting me not to go into it right now." <laughs> Um, the funny thing is, is, is I agree as well that it's funny that it's like, oh, suddenly the make, like the make believe isn't what I want the make believe to be anymore. But I do think Star Trek with the movies did so much better of a job than like Star Wars with their three new movies. Mm-hmm. And I don't know because I've seen all of them and yeah. I, I've, I've seen all the old stuff and all the new stuff of both. And I, I can't place my finger on it why I like the new Star Trek, but I hated the new Star Wars. Like, I don't know. Well, just, Is Jar Jar Binks in the <laughs> no. Star Trek? Uh-uh. Weird. Did you ever hear what happened to the, the, the actor who portrayed, like, the, his whole story of the the actor who played Jar Jar? No. So the act, I forget his name, but um, it was a young black dude, uh-huh. and he was the body and voice, I believe, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and they just put, like, a giant Jar Jar head, and he looked through the neck, and then everyone just played to the top of the head or whatever. Yeah. But... He was sold on being Jar Jar that he was going to be the next Chewbacca. He was like, you are going to be beloved by uh-huh. children for generations. Like, you're going to become part of the the, 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 the fabric. Yeah. yeah, the fabric of people's childhoods. You're going to be this, that, and the other. And, and was really just greased up into this position of taking taking on Jar Jar and just thinking like he was going to be... Beloved, like, 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 hold on, you're gonna be Action beloved, figures, yeah, yeah, the rest of your life. You're gonna be an old boxes. man, like, you won't be able to walk down the street with that. Oh, it's Charger, like, get out of the way, I need an autograph. That poor guy, yeah, like, yeah. well, uh, the funny thing was, is he had such a bad reception in the movies that do you know how they got rid of his character later in books and comic books? No, so basically, and spoiler alert for the movies, if you haven't seen them at this point. After the whole like chancellor then thing you're happens, cool and probably <laughs> yeah. having sex right now. <laughs> exactly. You're not, probably not listening to a after podcast behind a paywall. Yeah. 
not talking about Jar Jar Binks and the comic <laughs> books of Star Wars lore. Um, so they he had such a bad reception that in the books and the movies, they basically blame him for Palpatine's rise because he was the one that did the emergency vote to put Palpatine mm. in power. So the last he's heard of is he's like a clown homeless street performer and then just killed by the remaining empire. Oh, He's right. just discarded on the planet. That's I, what they did. Poochie was, also- <laughs> was killed on the way back to his home planet. <laughs> I had also heard like a theory that wasn't he supposed to be like kind of like the mastermind behind. I think that was more of a meme. Okay. Yeah. Because just- Darth Jar Jar because they hated him so much. Uh, they just wanted him to be the mastermind the, before I the everything they hated. Yeah. Yeah. Another reboot that I think, a couple reboots I think have been super successful uh, uh, animation wise Mm -hmm. uh, My Little Pony and She Ra Princess of Power. Oh, okay. Um, Yeah, yeah, because they're a lot like the She Ra character is no longer like um, something you want to jerk off to. It's just like a normal 11 year old girl. I was six years old when I watched (laughs) She Ra, so I was just like, He Man, She Ra, they were pretty interchangeable. And uh, She Ra had better villains. Better villains. Oh, definitely. I felt the the same way about my little. Little Pony. It's weird for me now. Yeah, you know? I can't even jerk off to these <laughs> yeah. cartoon horses. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, in terms of like coming out with like a better message or. Mm. You know, I mean, no, like, we've done the My Little Pony at our house with mm-hmm. the kid, and it's actually some pretty good, like, there's a pretty good movie, and yeah. I like some of the series. There's weird ones, like the, the ones where the ponies are like teenage girls and kind of mm-hmm. anthropomorphic like that. Uh-huh. That one's kind of kind of creeps me out, but. Uh, the friendship that, like, is the, magic the, the proper yeah. The proper pony one. Ones are, are pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never seen anything regarding that except for the grown men that really like it. That's that's where my deep dive into My Little Pony went because those guys are bronies. wild. Yeah, it's yeah. wild. I now, are they different them. than furries? Are bronies different than furries? I believe yes, so. Yes, they're different. Yes. So bronies are <laughs> fan like fans of the My Little Pony fandom, mm. um, and you know they do sometimes wear costumes and. Um, it's like like a behavioral overlap they they do some of the costuming and stuff but it's very particular to the to that to that fan that verse or whatever whereas like furries it's like um the way it's been explained to me is is you know it's kind of like this these people's like alternate persona persona Mm -hmm. if you will um that they you know it's kind of like getting to play a second character in your life um, yeah as a little as an animal um and like uh, all of it is a lot less about sex than um, pop culture would have you would lead you to believe. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to say that, like there's no element yeah. of, of um, like weird first sex happening, but um, it's a lot of like teen kids who are just trying to like find their way in the world or like people who are, you know, maybe neurodivergent in some way that Wait. are like, I relate more to, relating to animals than I do to humans. Were you the one that was talking about scalies? Like, yeah. Yeah. Which is like a reptile mm. version of the, the furry thing. They do, yeah. do they do the suits? I believe so. Wow. Yeah. In some, like there's like a, a, a reptile one and then like a, a bird kind of. Oh, nice. Like a, a, a whole whatever yeah. enclave of that kind of stuff. Interesting. I have a friend, her daughter learned how to sew just because she was like so fascinated and wanted to learn how to make fursuits and the shit she makes is incredible. There's a lot of money in it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. No, I've told her, I was like, you need to hone this ability and put up a sweatshop in your garage (laughs) because your daughter could be paying for college with this. Seriously. I I go to Comic-Con and like Gen Con and stuff (laughs) and like there will be people walking around in those suits and like talking about it and like. $50,000. It's wild. Yeah. If they, if you get ones that like the tail moves and it's different things, yeah, it's ridiculous. It's insane. I, I was like, I wish I had a hobby like that as I look around <laughs> my podcast studio. <laughs> as, as I drive 15 hours to perform comedy for four people for $25. <laughs> I wish I had something like that that would eat up all the loneliness with my life. <laughs> Oh my goodness. So Gwen, you just went and speaking of comedy, speaking of flying across the world to do comedy for four people. Yeah. You just went to the great state of Alaska. I did. I was up in Anchorage. And that is, as you were telling me, that's the scary, not scary part, but that's the, the interesting part where you have like Aurora Borealis and they get, mm-hmm. do they get 30 days of night and 30 days of day, depending on the year? Like the, it's, like half the year is really long night. The other half is really long days, right? Yeah. So similar to here, you know, like winter starts super early, but like 
it starts at noon there mm-hmm. or like or you know nighttime starts like noon there in the winter time and they were on daytime um, when you they were, were there. yeah they were like the start of daytime and the sun doesn't set it just kind of like moves from right to left in the sky um like, That's wild. it's so wild I'd, I'd be like at this bar like you know outside talking to comics and be like why am i so fucking tired and it's like oh it's 11 30 at night <laughs> um, but the sun is still is every like place you stay does have like blackout curtains? Um, no, <laughs> no. Um, and actually, so I was talking to somebody while I was up there, and he was saying that Alaska has more murders per capita than any other state in the United States. One because I think it would be very easy. It's very easy to get rid of a body up there. A um, lot of lot it's of very made a knowing face. <laughs> like, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> You'd be surprised how like, easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you you know you're. You're not very far from the middle of nowhere, wherever you are yeah. there. And like the the crows were like the size of chickens, like like uh, meat birds, like nope. they're that big. So they could like pick a carcass clean, you know, in no time. Um, but uh, I got to write this down. Hang on. Yeah. <laughs> but the guy was saying he's like, yeah, we all get like space madness up here because, it, you know, the our nights and days get so mixed up and stuff. It is definitely a place like you were weird people are moving yeah. to alaska well it's people that want to be on the kind of the fringe of society mm-hmm. geographically yeah and, and then and, and uh you know mentally yeah. yeah yeah and then you throw in the space madness on top of it yeah uh, remote location yeah I, I bet they say uh, people will just like wander off into the woods in the winter and you'll never hear from him again and stuff wow like often enough that somebody was like yeah this is a thing you know and like it's one of those things where it's like I'm not a gun owner, but I can see how like or, or and I you know I'm very like anti-gun, but it's it's that's one of those places where you're like oh I could see maybe the need to have a gun here. Yeah, because all, <laughs> all the space madness. <laughs> as, a, as a moose tries to charge into my uh, cabin, but you could tell that the women there like uh like are used to getting like a rough. Uh, fingering, you know, they just a lot of <laughs> crab fishermen and uh, you just sticking their paws uh, up up inside you. This is neither here nor there, but I remember one time uh, I had a girlfriend that asked me to requested that I wash my hands before I did that, and I was like, I never even thought about doing that. <laughs> You you can wash off your genitals before you have sex too. <laughs> Slow down, space man. <laughs> yeah, one what, step at a time. What are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Buck Rogers. <laughs> Just like trim your nails. <laughs> I'm learning so much. Um, but no, no, the like I was up there with Rena, calm, mm-hmm. um, peace be upon her, peace be upon her. Say yeah. about Rena. Um, but we were we were just like, yeah, the, the whole it's a very like rapey vibe. Oh <laughs> you know? god, it's like, not the vibe two women need on vacation. <laughs> no. well, working yeah, vacation. Yeah. yeah. Is it, a, is it a working vacation? It was. Yeah, we were there. You know, for, for you, not for her. <laughs> <laughs> She's a, no. This was kind of a vacation okay. for her too. Yeah, we um, stayed a couple of days after the festival to like sightsee and we, went, we had a spa day and all kinds of good stuff now is it one of those things that a lot of times when i've done comedy in uh small towns or whatever people mm-hmm. are just so excited that like entertainment has come to them yeah it was 100 percent like that everybody uh, was so cool you know followed you on instagram after your set and nice. stuff and the bar that this festival was primarily in was it took up like like a whole city block and they had just added on to it like over and over and over again and none of the doors and like floors matched up or whatever. Okay. It was Frankenstein together. Wild. Yeah, nice. yeah. And so there would be different places or like different shows in different parts of the bar. Um, and everyone that we like, you know, met at like a grocery store or something and they're like, oh, what are you in town for? Um, we're like, oh, this comedy festival at Chilkoot Charlie's and there, and everybody was either like, I refuse to go there or I'm no longer allowed to go there. <laughs> um, is it cause it's the only game in town? Yeah. Kind of it, well, and it's, it, I mean, I don't want to say it's the only game in town, but it's definitely like the, the wilder bar. Like if you, if you're going to get turned, you're going to Chilkoot Charlie's. Do you remember the 501 bar downtown? Oh yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. that, I, I never, I think I walked in the door and kind of looked around once. And you're like, I don't belong here. But I, yeah, but I've, I've just heard. Did you go upstairs? No, 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 no. I've heard wild stories about yeah. that place where yeah, yeah. it just, it seemed like it was like Thunderdome. Yeah. It was a little wild up there. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, and even the, 
my gay friends that went there were kind of like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like it's too much for me. It's depending a, on the night, it, yeah, yeah, it can definitely wild stuff be a little much. Yeah. I feel is is that kind of the vibe for some of this bar? Like wild stuff happens there, or it's just like people just go there and like, yeah, there's rules don't apply to me anymore. I think it's a lot of like. It, it, so there was a big section of the bar that was like kind of a log cabin, very much like Patrick Swayze roadhouse style, mm. pool tables, a stage. Um, and they said like, you know, back in the, the spars heyday, like in the seventies and eighties, like they would just have strippers like in this room, walking around, hanging out with everybody. Sure. And uh, yeah, just a lot of bar fights were, were, pro- were happening at some point in this place. That makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I used to, I used to work in these bars, a couple of different, dive bars that i went to and there was a a while there where it became popular for strippers to come in to like struggling dive bars like they would basically do like instead of like bingo night or instead of karaoke they would have strippers come and like they got around some of the legalities of it by uh like they like they would still have to wear pasties or whatever Mm -hmm. yeah um but some of those pasties got questionably small, uh-huh, you know. Uh-huh. Yeah, or fell off at yeah. some point in the night. Yeah. But they would, um, they would sell raffle tickets. That's uh-huh. how they got around it. They would sell. You oh, you'd get like a, a okay. bundle full of raffle tickets. And if they called you, and then name, if you, you won gotta... the raffle, you got like a Polaroid picture with like a girl sitting on your lap or something okay. like that. And that's what that's what they would do. But I would always be working at these places and I just just I, happened to be working on, <laughs> on the night when all the off duty strippers are coming by. <laughs> but one night uh, I was on vacation and I was the, I was the kitchen manager at this place and my friend, I had gotten him, <coughs> excuse me. I had gotten him a job uh, and he was basically doing my job while I was on vacation. Mm-hmm. And um, he drove this, <coughs> excuse me, this Daewoo, which I believe was a uh, brand. I believe it was a, a, a car, a Korean car, a uh-huh. Korean yep. import. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the strippers, uh, disgruntled boyfriends came and threw a Molotov cocktail at her car <laughs> and it just turned into a fireball and it, uh, apparently Daewoo's are just made out of hard plastic uh-huh, yep. and it just melted the whole passenger side of his car it was just melted from being so hot. Uh, so, so close to the stripper fire. Yeah. That, well, that's why uh car, they were so light fast cause they were so lightweight. <laughs> cause they were barely made out of chocolate. That, <laughs> <laughs> um, my, my sister and her um, now ex-husband used to live in an apartment and, while they were on vacation, the apartment caught on fire and it melted their cars because they were parked mm, yeah. like right across the sidewalk from where it happened. But yeah, yeah, it, it's real. Cars be melting out there. <laughs> Let me tell cars you. do be melting. <laughs> they do. Uh, yeah, it was a wild time. I remember when I worked at this other place, I was in the kitchen and they didn't have, I don't know why the girls didn't change in the bathrooms, but they just told them to come back and change in the kitchen. So like they were just. Wonder why. <laughs> openly changing. Like, why'd you tell them that? <laughs> That's a really weird rule. Guys, guys, we don't have room in those bathrooms. You're gonna you ca- come, change, come change in the kitchen. <laughs> no, as you know. I'll I, be chopping meat. <laughs> as you know, I used to work at a strip club and it's very. It's 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 amazing when I tell people that and they're like, oh, it was an awesome. And I'm like, you know, you know how quickly nudity loses its appeal mm-hmm. when you work with someone, and uh-huh. it's like it's like five minutes. Mm-hmm. It's like five minutes, and then you're just completely like the whole the illusion is gone. Yeah, the whole thing is like I'm not supposed to be seeing this, and so as soon as you see somebody naked for five minutes, it's just like, well, yeah, we're there. Yeah, and and some woman is like asking her friend to be like, "Did I get my asshole all the way shaved yeah. or whatever?" Oh, like the- they're always talking about their kids. Yeah. It's 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 very much like work conversations mm-hmm. of like, oh, like everyone's complaining that they're not making any money that day. And you're like, it's the opposite of a sexy time. Mm-hmm. Like it is just all work. And they're like, I would never get tired of boobs. I'm like, you're surprised. You'd be surprised mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. quickly. And the. Um, and it's not like you as an employee of the strip club get to like yeah. really enjoy the boobs up close and personal. No. no. And um I think the I think the sketch a fully nudes I I could do without the fully nude strip clubs. Oh, a fully nudes I am a very sex positive person <laughs> yeah. and I you know, and I love it love a good trip to the titty bar, but a full nude strip club is a lot. I went to one the first one I went to was in I wanna say Georgia. Mm-hmm. And Oh, Zach loves this story because uh, I used to be a school school bus driver, so I had a CDL. <laughs> and uh, truckers, 
Mm-hmm. And by definition of truckers having a CDL, yeah, got in, got in for free. Truckers in free. <laughs> so I would throw my CDL license down there, get in for free. But uh, Georgia strip clubs had this rule where they could, they get a, you had to basically BYOB, yes. and then check it, and then mm-hmm. pay for it, and they give it back to you, kind of thing. Yeah, a lot of the clubs down in the south, yeah, it's like they'll have almost like a mini mart attached to them. Where you can like go next door and mm. buy beer or whatever. This wasn't even then, that. This yeah. was like you just were you supposed just to like bring, bring it, it for in. And we're yeah. like, oh, we didn't do that. And they're like, and so then we just go in. And so it's just, uh, it was like a sober strip, fully nude strip club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I remember they had food. So we got, it was like breakfast food. It was like a Denny's. So we got like <laughs> coffee and then moons over my hammy or something. <laughs> And then I just remember this sad day shift girl came out and she, I just remember she was just, just rail thin, naked and sad and just came out and just did like a sad lap around this pole. <laughs> and I was like, I don't like, and I'm just eating eggs, you know, <laughs> what am I doing with my not, life? This is not erotic at all. You yeah. got to get that 23 to 27 egg. <laughs> that's when the, Women. the stripping yeah. really gets good yeah no I, like um an all-nude strip club it just feels like an anatomy lesson to me like it's just a lot of people showing you everything oh like it's yeah. just like get up in here and look at it you know and i i have some friends who are um strippers and when they work at like the world is experiencing somewhat of an asshole renaissance, <laughs> if you will. Um, like, like uh, the the human asshole is very popular. Okay. So they're like, yeah, the, how I make the most money is just showing people my asshole. Like, no dancing, no floor work, no, you know, nothing. It's just kneeling down, showing some of your asshole, and then like crawling to the next guy and showing them your asshole. Like, never worked for me. Yeah. I've tried so many times. It seems like, I don't know, now you're a nurse, Gwen. It seems like there would be a hygiene issue with some of these open assholes and open vaginas in the workplace for a nine-hour shift. Well, I think that, uh, you know, there's, uh, you're, you're not on stage the entire nine hours. Yeah. You, know, you do your set, then you, then you leave. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe you do a little freshen up. Yeah. <laughs> How, I don't know. I, I... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how we got here. I don't know how to get out. The asshole renaissance <laughs> comes asshole. for us all. I I'm uh, I just why why it's, I, yeah I just I I can think of a million things I'd rather do at a strip club than look into someone's asshole. Yeah yeah. Um, my friend sometimes goes up to work at one in Michigan and they have a ball pit. In the strip club. <laughs> oh no! Where, who's wait? Who's, who's is this? Like part of the the person doing the performance, or are the people that are watching in the ball pit? Who's in? What's the? No context? one's performing in the ball pit. It's just like, do you want to get in the ball pit no. and have a good time? You go to jump in and you just land on top because <laughs> <laughs> they're all stuck together. Yeah. But yeah, it's one of those where you have where it's like it's this whole separate bar and you have to like leave the strip club, go next door to the bar to get a drink and then come mm. back. So she's like, yeah, I'm putting on my little bitty robe in the Michigan winter and running outside to go around to get a drink and then running back. It's, it's weird too. Cause like I, I worked in strip clubs uh, when they, before the smoking ban oh, yeah. and then at, and the thing is like, and I don't know if it's changed now. It's been a few years, but like even for a few years afterwards, it's like a lot of, a lot of, Strippers, at least of the bars that I went to, were smokers too. Mm-hmm. So it's just like it, it was always like kind of the hangout when they weren't on stage is that they smoke. Well, now they go outside to smoke, and so some strip clubs have actually built like these like enclosed smoking Elaborate areas, smoking like outside. Patios. Yeah, because like sometimes you would just see them in their robes smoking outside, and like I don't know, it's just, it just seems like a safety issue, uh-huh, you know? Yeah. Like someone's gonna get snatched up, frostbite on the nip. Yeah, or you have your open asshole out there when it's (laughs) 30 below. Yeah, nobody wants that. Can you drop a beat for me, Zach? This was a great episode. Uh, I feel like I have both space madness and egg dementia. (laughs) Adrian! (laughs) Shout out to Rocky Balboa. Uh, You can find him at Sam McKee. Or Rocky will tell that about your plug. (laughs) 
I don't, I don't know how it works. Just find Rocky Balboa. Just, just Google Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Look for a man with egg mattress <laughs> and tell him you, you love Thad's podcast. Gwen's not going to work if people find you on social media. <laughs> find me at Gwenderwoman. That's like Wonder Woman, but with Gwen instead of Juan. Or Gwensuncle.com. Um, Zach Rowe? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at RealZachRo, and that's it. And Tyler, we didn't get to play your game today, but it's true. We, we got one in the chamber. Yeah, yeah, probably next week or something. Um, we'll still give you a plug. We're gonna be able to find you doing doing the doing those comedy ha-has. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you can find me at Tyler Waltz Comedy uh, for my personal page, um, or if you want to see stuff that I do every day, you can go to Nerd News with me and Tyson Cox. Um, and then I'll be this upcoming weekend uh, hosting at the uh, upstairs at Helium. Nice. And uh, those nerd news have been really good. They've been fun. Thank mm-hmm. you. I like them. I like things that are quick and digestible. And then the intros are always funny between you and Tyson doing <laughs> some sort of sight gag, sight yeah. gaggery. Uh, I'm at Dyke Michelson on social media. And um, next time I'll be off the eggs, I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be back on the sauce. <laughs> off the eggs, on the sauce. <laughs> we'll see you next time. Bye.